Welcome back to the Every Effort Podcast. My name is Joss. And my name is Matt. We are so blessed, a little stressed, and making every effort to figure out the rest. We're super glad that you're back here with us this week. Uh, We're recording before church. We got up a little early for you guys to get a good episode out, and we're excited about this content. You should share what what your mom said about what you're wearing today. Yeah, I was getting out of the house this morning, and I got dressed. I thought I was looking all right. I was looking forward to church, and I said, okay, bye. I'm heading off to church, and uh, my mom just stopped me, and she said, oh, is that what you're wearing to church today? And I've, I've never felt so self-conscious. I like looked myself up and down. I second-guessed all my choices, but I were feeling good, and I think we're ready now. It's just a t- long sleeve t-shirt and jeans. I thought I did all right, but we'll see. I have heard that, like, I've had international friends who come to church here in the States, and they say that people dress so casually for church. Hmm. So I get that, but... I know there are a lot more Americans who like to be nicer dressed as well. Yeah, it's true. And I feel like that's changed over time, too. I feel like things have gotten more casual and I like it. I Usually I prefer dressing up, but I think that making it more casual just makes church feel more approachable and it makes it a lot more enjoyable to go and not have to be uncomfortable the entire time. True. Well, today we're not talking about dressing up for church. We're talking about dating and it's more of like an encouragement to people who may be in and out of dating or have tried it or not sure but it's really mostly for people who know that they want to get married if you think that you know you do see yourself getting married then just like with anything it doesn't hurt to prepare a lot sooner and to be told hey stop waiting to date now mm-hmm. is better than never. And this doesn't necessarily mean throwing yourself out there and going on a bunch of dates, but it means preparing yourself for when you are ready to start meeting people in person or even virtually. Yeah, and I think a good disclaimer for that is if you're really wrestling with something, you know, if you have something that you're still working through or something that is really big and important in your life, we're not telling you to rush through that or, you know, put anything aside and go date. But for most people, if you're ready, there's there should be nothing holding you back, right? You should get out there. It's scary. You're putting a lot of risk out there, but that's kind of how you learn and that's how you develop those relationships and discover, you know, what ideal relationship you're looking for. My personal recommendation to anyone who's listening and either not dating, not married, but know that you want to be someday is if you're young, and you yourself know if you're young at this stage of life, um, I would say y'all need to stop waiting to date because there are a lot of good people out there. And I've only heard over and over from people that the younger you are, the better chances, the better options that you actually have. Um, And you might not have like good options around you, but just know that at your age, it's probably going to be easier to find people who are like willing to befriend you and maybe develop something deeper. What do you think? I think that's really true. And I think this is a really fun point in our lives. And that's not reason to, you know, go date casually and not have a goal, right? If you're working towards marriage, you still want to keep that in mind. But this is a great time when we don't have the commitments of 
families or kids you know this is a time where we just have our jobs and our social lives and you can go out you can experience fun things you can meet new people and it's a really positive time i think to build those relationships it's not a reason to rush into a relationship yeah but you have a lot of time to build with that person you can take things slowly you don't feel like you're in a rush you have your best days ahead of you and that's a really great feeling maybe i'm being selfish here when i'm trying to push for this advice but it frustrates me when I constantly hear other people my age like completely put off dating, but you like know that they would like to get married, but they're just not doing anything about it. And in my personal hmm. opinion, like if you want something, you're going to need to like figure out the realistic timeline for that. You know, you can't expect to like, you know, be 50 and have like, you know, a multi-decade long marriage at that point, if that's what you've always wanted, you didn't prepare for that. So in my opinion, I think that, you know, any two reasonable and God-centered people can make it work out. I know that is not something a lot of people believe in, but I do think that we need to give each other more chances and like, just go and ask that person on a date if you think something could work out. I don't think you have to be like amazingly attracted to them at first glance. No, I don't think so either. And I think that dating is a really scary thing. And I think that as people think about the potential for heartbreak, they determine that it's easier not to put yourself out there, right? If you don't try, you know you won't get hurt. And that's a really sad way of thinking. And it leaves a lot of people lonely or regretful later down the line. And I think, like you said, our society has this really romantic, fireworky view of love. And I think that the Bible and what we learn through church and through our faith is that love is a commitment. And that doesn't mean you can just run off to anyone on the street and propose right away. But it does yeah. mean that if you're committed, <laughs> if you keep God at the center of your life, I do believe that two people can make things work out. That doesn't mean that every relationship has to work out. But I think that if you put in the work, if you put in the effort, if you have a shared vision for the future, there's a really optimistic outlook for you guys. Yeah, that is one really hopeful way of looking at it. And you don't need to put yourself in a position where you're going to be completely heartbroken. Like you can take it one step at a time. Tell your friends if you guys are going to start, if you're going to start dating somebody else and have people involved so that that way it's not like under the table. It's not secretive. And there are people out there watching your back as things evolve. Um, I have heard, and you've probably heard this too, within the Christian community, that a lot of people, uh, quote unquote, wait on God's timing and like, he'll bring the right person. I just have to be patient and focus on him. And I get that sentiment, but I also feel like it excuses a lot of a person's own responsibility to get the ball rolling in their dating life for something to happen. Like, yeah, I, I do believe that God can bring people into your life and start something you never expected. But most of our relationships in our life, we have had to make an effort ourselves to develop. That's super true. And what comes to mind for me is uh, the story of when the Israelites are fleeing and God parts the Jordan um, and he makes the water recede. 
he doesn't make the water recede and then the Israelites cross. He asks them to take the first step into the water before the water recedes. And I think that's super true. And I'm straying a bit from what the Bible tells us directly. This is more my personal belief. But I think that God wants you to take that initiative. I don't think that asking another Christian with the good intentions on a date is going to be something that God says, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you wait for me to give you a date, right? I think that (laughs) taking those steps is really important. And I think it can, you know, it doesn't have to lead to a marriage, but it can lead to development. It can lead to a positive relationship. There are really good things that can come out of it. Next time you guys see a body of water, I love that example, but next time you see a body of water, think of this podcast and (laughs) go find the nearest person to date. (laughs) That's so true though. Like they, they did have to, like God did have something planned and we can believe that he can do something huge and amazing and beautiful, but we do have to take the first step. We do have to do things first and that's the whole point of God using us but then God also manifesting his power and abilities in our lives it's kind of like a sandwich it all comes together (laughs) that's super true and I think uh, speaking of the first step that's something that's really intimidating especially for a guy I believe that it's our responsibility and I think rightly so, to find a woman that we want to ask her on a date. And that's really intimidating to know what kind of date you want to ask someone on, especially if you're not used to the dating scene. So Jocelyn, from a girl's perspective, what's a good way for a guy to ask a girl out on a date? And what's an appropriate first date to go for? I would say, first off, it's all about intentions. Like, even though I want people, I want to see everybody dating because I've Mm -hmm. I've loved dating you so far. (laughs) Um, But if... If uh, a guy and a girl, they both need to set their intentions straight. Like you, you both need to have marriage in mind. I don't believe you should be dating unless you have that uh, check mark or checkbox checked. And from a girl's perspective, I think I think really think anything simple works. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Um, it doesn't have to be like an amazing, like well thought out, romantic, lovey-dovey thing. I think it should be very uh, low commitment, but still like a cool environment. Like going to go for a meal is great. Or um, our first semi-date was seeing Christmas lights and Mm -hmm. that felt pretty natural. I think you just have to gauge where your relationship is at. Like if it's someone you met a week ago, then maybe coffee. Um, if it's someone that you've known as a friend for a year, then uh, maybe go bowling, you know, do something more interactive. So you really have to gauge or if you really care about the other person feeling comfortable and you're not sure what they would prefer, then you could give them options and be like, hey, these are a couple ideas and I really want you to pick. Would you like to grab coffee or would you like to go bowling if there's anything else you want to do just let me know but i think setting the intention knowing your intention and then communicating that is probably more important than like what you actually do for a girl on the first date like telling her hey i've been interested in you i'd like to see where this goes i'd love to take you on a date uh if you would like that then let me know these are the activities i was thinking and yeah I think communicating that intention is so important, and I'm really glad you touched on that because we watched a Bible study recently where the pastor was talking about dating in the modern age and how guys can set a relationship up for success. And one of the great points he made is to not make things vague, right? To say, I'm interested in you. 
can I please take you out to coffee on Friday, right? Not, hey, yes. let's hang out sometime. Oh, or, hey, no. I'd love to take <laughs> you out sometime, right? Even if it's not what the final plan ends up being, say, this is what I want to do. And like you said, you can give yeah. options, but making it very clear with your intentions, making it clear that you're romantically interested in them. And yeah. it's a little uncomfortable, right? But it doesn't have to be, hello, Jocelyn, I'm romantically interested yeah. in you. You can just say, hey I, hey, I really like you. I'd love to take you out for coffee. Are you free on Saturday? It- in my opinion, awkward is cute. I think it's, <laughs> it's wholesome and adorable. So the more awkward it is you know it gives you opportunities to laugh and giggle it off and so don't worry don't worry too much about the awkwardness but guys and girls alike I think like that uh being being specific that you're talking about it it's confidence because you're like hey I've thought about this I'm serious about it but it's also first date you know you don't have to be like hey would you like to go on a date on friday at 7 p.m at starbucks and also just know we're going to be having kids in three years (laughs) you don't need to like give too much information if you're not comfortable but um yeah i don't think asking should be the itself the hard part i think building up the courage maybe uh, girls, you could also ask guys out too. There's, yeah. I know we're talking about this in in one direction, but girls are, yeah, just as just as able, and if not, if anything, probably more confident than guys. I feel like I hear story after story about a lot of guys who uh, kind of lose that confidence and get nervous. Yeah, I think that's really true, and I think that for guys, being shown that interest and affection means a lot. I think. Um, the way our culture works today, women are complimented a lot more and men kind of yeah. feel like, oh, I'm not really sure if they like me. I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah. And I think that even if it doesn't work out, just being told that they're interested or being asked out on a date is a huge confidence boost for a guy. And I think that that can be the spark they need to get back out there, even if that initial person isn't the right person. Knowing that they have value and that people are interested in them is really all you can need to get started sometimes. Yeah. Um, so since guys typically do ask girls as a guy, Matt, what would be like a good response for a girl if she's not interested? That's a really good question. I think it's tricky because a lot of your ego goes out when you ask a girl out. And I think that it's important to do that in a private setting. You know, I wouldn't ask a girl out in front of friends or make it very public because Mm -hmm. I think that those things can pressure her either in being able to say no or feeling like she's supposed to say yes. So I think that um, asking her in private, making it very appropriate and straightforward in what your intentions are. And I think that for the girl also being as clear as you can. I think, you know, I strongly believe in the sandwich method of giving criticism, right? You say (laughs) something nice, you lay down the hard truth, and then you say something nice. So unless they're just a terrible person and you feel like you can't say this, I would say, hey, you seem like a really nice guy. I don't think I'm interested for whatever reason, right? Maybe it's our faith. Maybe I just don't think that we're a good match. So thank you. But no, I, I don't think I'll go out on a date. You know, I think that making it clear that it's not because you think poorly of them, it could Mm -hmm. be it's not the right time for you. It could be that there's um, something that's really important to you, like your faith, like your future plans. You know, there are legitimate reasons to say, hey, I don't want to go out on a date, but that doesn't mean you're a bad person or you're not a good potential match for someone else. Yeah, there are different reasons why someone might not feel ready, especially if 
you just came out of another relationship and you're healing through that or you're going through a really hard time in school and you, or work and you don't feel like you'd have the time or capacity to give what another person can deserve. Only you would know that and that's totally fine. I would try to push past the argument of when people say that they aren't interested or attracted to that person because I do believe that attraction can build and I think that I think you should give someone a chance unless uh, unless like you have a another personal reason why you shouldn't be dating then I think you should give someone a chance if they ask you out because there's you know there's potential like if they liked you first even in a small amount like you're in a good place to I think be appreciated in that potential relationship um, or even if it just stays as a friendship like I think it's not not a bad thing to explore like if anything you might get like a free meal out of it and just stay (laughs) friends and that's okay but I'd say give people a chance when they ask you out Um, I had one guy oh my goodness I think it was like in college I asked this one guy out and he took two weeks to get back to me about whether he would go out with me and he like mini interviewed me at one point during that time I guess to figure out if he wanted to date me and I I kind of knew like within those within that time period I'm like if this is how he's going to act with me asking him today I don't think I want to like go forward with dating him anyway so (laughs) I think it worked out but you know be reasonable guys give people like their their due time yeah that sounds way too intense for me and I'm sorry you had to go through that because that doesn't sound honoring at all but i think that there should be things you know there should be a set of maybe three things that are make or breaks for you but if you know and i for me those can be um faith or you know there are a lot of different things that you just say like hey i know i want to be married i know i want to have a family i know i want to have my life based in the church and i think that it's good to have those you know make or break things but beyond maybe faith, a lot of those are hard to know ahead of time. And I think that by trying to pre-screen someone, you can assume a lot. You yeah. can, you know, see one small little snippet of them and say, right. oh, well, that means this in the bigger picture. Yeah. So I would encourage you as well to go out on that first date, right? Unless there's this giant flashing light, like, hey, I'm not open to faith at all. Or, you know, something that just yeah. screams nothing will happen here. Yeah. I think you should give people a chance. I think that it's very easy for us to judge and make assumptions about people, but more often than not, I've been pleasantly surprised when I met someone and had a brief interaction with them that rubbed me the wrong way. Usually as you get to know them, you find out that there is a reason for that or there's um, something that happened that justifies or explains what you built up in your head as, you know, this big character flaw. Yeah, give people a chance. Um... So Matt and I have been watching a show recently (laughs) called Married at First Sight, and it is literally what the title says. People, a couple will meet each other as the bride is walking down the aisle to her husband. And that's also when like the families meet each other. And it's supposed to be like a experiment show where there's a bunch of experts, like therapists, psychologists, and even like a pastor involved. And they're the ones who 
interview the individuals and pair them up and bring them on the show. There's this one guy, though, that everyone hates, and I'm not going to name names, but he pretty much keeps saying, like, the whole, like, oh, I I don't know if I can build an attraction to you to, like, his Mm -hmm. wife. Like, someone he blindly committed to and trusted a bunch of strangers to pick out, essentially, but he still, like, says his vows at the wedding and all this stuff, and... It's just so frustrating to watch because he keeps talking about attraction, but he keeps saying he, like everything on paper looks good about this person, but it's just the attraction. It's just the attraction. And I don't think that is a good reason to give up on a relationship, especially when you pre-committed like that. This guy doesn't seem to like give it a chance. And I think that's not okay. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that especially you know in such a weird social experiment situation there are going to be things that don't feel right at first and um, one thing that i've learned through the process of going through premarital counseling is this idea that not just feelings can lead to actions but actions can lead to feelings as well right yeah even if you're in a rut in your relationship if you just you know kind of suck it up and you know i'm gonna buy her flowers i'm gonna cook her a nice dinner even if things don't feel quite right that can be the spark that you need because sometimes you just have this gap in between you that needs to be filled to bring you back together it doesn't mean that there's some deep issue things can just feel right and not right at different times and especially like you said if you're pre-committed to someone i think you have to give that effort and one of my biggest takeaways is that there are dozens of people who signed up for the show who said i'm ready to commit and then when it's time to show up, they aren't ready, right? They said that they could commit, they said that they were in this, and then the whole marriage period is them evaluating each other. And mm-hmm. some of them won't even move in with the other or say, you know, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this yet. And I totally understand it from a human perspective, but I think that says a lot about the need for us to be self-aware. And if you're not ready to do something, don't do it because you can really end up hurting the other person. I like that you said showing up because I really think that's what it's about. It's like if you tell someone something that you're going to do and when you're going to do it, show up. If you're asking someone on a date and you have cold feet, you need to show up. Like You can't just <laughs> choose not to. And that goes for everything in the relationship going moving forward. So um, I think I'm just a huge believer in like doing what you say. Even if you choose not to do that thing, communicating why, and it's it's okay to ask for grace when it, those things don't work out, but pretty much, yeah, give people a chance, know that attraction can build, and yeah, see where it goes from there, but just stop waiting to date, <laughs> like stop hoping and wishing and wondering, like you can do something about it now, if and if if you feel like you're not ready, there are still things that you can do. If you know you want to date and want to get married someday, there are still things that you can do now that are going to build you towards getting ready to date. It's kind of like a bank account. <laughs> like if you're trying to save for a vacation and you know you want to take this vacation in two years, then you need to figure out how much you got to save a month or per year to get to that goal. So it's the same way where you're investing in relationship knowledge, interviewing people you know about who are in relationships, seeing how, how relationships are and how the couple acts with each other. And a big one I, I recommend is reading a lot of books. I think that's really great advice. I think that through those books, you can learn about 
the different dynamics within relationships, right? There are all these different types. And I think that one thing that I didn't fully understand is how much our past can affect the way we love, the way we receive love. And I think that um, understanding that both for yourself and being able to see that in others, right? That you can't just put someone else in a box, but understanding the type of love, whether it's their love language or uh, their past history with being loved as they were raised, like that can have a really big impact on your relationship. And I think another thing uh, that you mentioned kind of building up before a relationship uh, that I learned from the show is the importance of having good, caring friends around you. I think that watching uh, Love at First Sight is a lesson in what not to do in relationships. But one of the things that I saw that I thought was really great was how a lot of their friends were very protective of them. And I think that if it's just you, uh, your judgment is clouded and you can see things. And then when they would bring their friends in, their friends would say, hey, you're not being treated right. Or, hey, this is a red flag that you might not be seeing. And building that community of people around you who know you, who know you, you know, genuinely and for who you are and care enough to push back when you have an idea that they say, hey, I, I don't think that this is what's best for you is super important. And speaking on the topic of just waiting in general, um, I would again like to recommend this kitchen food scale. It weighs food appropriately so you never have to wonder uh, how much you're eating or what serving size you have. Sometimes you don't really know what grams are. We don't really use that on a day-to-day basis, but this actually, I think, will the scale will make you a little smarter because you'll learn like how much a gram actually is and then like you can kind of take that knowledge when you're out at a restaurant and figure out visually how much something actually weighs and how much you're consuming. So uh, if you're looking to kind of build up your knowledge and stop waiting to date, but start weighing your food, then I recommend this stainless steel food kitchen scale. So I feel like we've talked a lot about the process of getting to the first date, right? What we're looking for in a relationship, how to ask someone on the first date. But what are some questions that you think people should ask or topics that you should discuss on a first date while you're getting to know somebody? I think anything. I think there's no limits. I agree. I think that trying to find out too much about someone too early can be intimidating, right? I think that, you know, jumping right into really serious questions can be tough. I think it's important to start exploring those, but I don't think you need to, on the first date, say, okay, are you committed to marriage? Do you, you know, is this what you want? But starting to get an idea of what they value, what their future plans are, is really important just for determining compatibility. And you don't have to have it all figured out on the first date, but I think that understanding what they enjoy and what kind of person they are is really where you should start there. And then from that, you can start to build on to determining if you guys have a future together. Yeah, take it, you know, one sentence at a time. If it feels comfortable, then go ahead and ask that question. But you should both be trying to get to know each other on a deeper level, too. I think it's easy to kind of leave dates as just very fun social hangouts. But go a little deeper, ask, ask those questions that you'd want to know for uh, a potential future spouse. And uh, also be open to someone not answering your question. Uh, But you, you will learn about people a lot more quickly and whether or not you see potential when you ask those questions. Yeah, I think that's really true. And I think that everyone 
has different levels of comfortability with opening up and being vulnerable. So I think that there are topics that people may not be ready to talk about early. I think it's important to, you know, find out about your make or breaks, right? To understand if someone is a person of faith or, um, you know, how they kind of build their life around that. But you don't need every detail right up front, right? I think it's just about learning who the other person is, learning how you guys interact. And like you said, it doesn't have to be a deep therapy session, but having fun, you know, cracking jokes, enjoying each other's company, but also talking about how your week went, um, what you have planned coming up, right? Just understanding who they are and where they're at in life. Yeah, it's a mix of conversation. And it should be fun. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be stressful. Um, And there are, of course, red flags that you guys can look up and, you know, inform yourself about when it comes to the first couple of dates. Uh, but you're you're still gaining a lot of valuable information about people when you enter this process because you know what to look for and what not to look for following that series of, of dates if it doesn't work out. So uh, I feel like you'd have nothing to lose when you're able to guard your heart, set your expectations on the get-go. Um, but get out there, guys. Do something. Go go do fun stuff. And you don't have to yearn so much. There's so many ways you can go out and date. And Matt and I really love talking about this talk, topic, and this won't be the first time. So we will get into a lot more of the specifics of dating in future episodes. So stay tuned for that. Absolutely. I think the closing message here is get out there, put yourself out there, go out on dates and seek guidance from those around you. If there's something you're not sure of, it's really easy to get tunnel vision and rose tinted glasses. So talk to the people around you about your dates. If you have questions, ask people you trust. If you don't have someone, send them in. We love talking about relationships. We'll absolutely discuss it. But uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, even if you are not sure about a situation, we'd love to hear about it. So send us your thoughts. And uh, if you have a question about dating, please send those through or some topic that you want us to discuss on the show. Because again, we're here for you guys. And we want to help you be better daters, better Christians and better people in society. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'd love to have you follow along and support us. You can send in any voice messages in the link in our episode description. You can also follow along with us on Instagram and Facebook at Every Effort Podcast. Go date!